If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The table looks a little bit different today again. we got our guest, King James. Tyler is here, the GOAT uh, family of brands with his brand new clothing line. Um, my man, all the way from Brentwood, the the goat whisperer, the common the goat floor. whisperer. <laughs> I like it. The LinkedIn the goat LinkedIn, whisperer. The LinkedIn whisperer. I'm whispering, whatever it is. He talks to he goats. Just, he just whispers. <laughs> and, and then uh, we we have King James, James Webb at the table. Part you know, two. Part two. The first part made me so hungry with the pork chop and the apple. Uh, you should have it. It's so good. If you we, didn't listen to it, you need to go back. That the, was a great episode. Well, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you listen, and, enjoy your podcast. And what time do you say the reservation is tonight, 730? I, I'm waiting on James. I can't wait that long. We'll make it happen. No worries. <laughs> he'll, he'll, there you heard it right there. He'll make it happen. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, we'll see you on, on the show. Part two. Help me understand, like, as you're – how do you prepare yourself going into every night? Like, you've got to be on. How do you prepare for that? I've picked myself up from adversity so much in my life. It's, I'm on, uh, once I get in front of that table, I'm lights, camera, action. Yeah. Whatever happened over there stays over there. I got to do Do you listen to music on the way there? Like, to get pumped up? Or you, you take just kind of chill out? out? You- like, I know, I know I you live like- on energy drinks and, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, I'm a dad, so <laughs> I live on energy drinks now, unfortunately. And uh, well, I know you also like a good bourbon. You like to you like to grill, drink bourbon, and listen to Frank Sinatra. Frank I know Sinatra that about is you. one of my favorites to listen to when I cook. I really, it's, but not as you're preparing to go into work. No. Okay. No, no. If I'm Two preparing to go things. to work, yeah, I, I'm, I've got to have something a little more upbeat. If I'm not listening to my wife talk about something, I'm, which <laughs> most of the time is happening, I'm a uh, Y'all all understand how it goes. Love them to death. Love them to death. Um, If it isn't for that, I am listening to something a little more upbeat. uh, Something a little more edgy, if you will. Can you help us unpack, and this is hard. It's hard for goats to do this, to transfer or try to explain what they do. But can you help us, like, when you get a new table and you get up there, like, what's going through your mind? How do you develop that connection with them? I'm reading them. I'm looking them in the eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get laid. The same emotions, and I've said it a thousand times, the same ideas, the same Earmuffs emotions, kids. the Earmuffs same kids. looks, everything that you look for when you sit down and when we used to sit down and talk to somebody at a bar, that's the same thing you're looking for in sales. Okay. Because it's an attention thing. And if they're paying attention, nobody's going to sit there and not pay attention and not buy. And if you've got their attention, if you've got their attention and you've got them in the palm of your hand and they feel safe, they will buy whatever you want. Mm. 
But I you bet, have to make them feel safe. I bet you that was not the answer. Well, I mean, <laughs> so many, I mean, so many people now versus maybe eight years ago when you started the Urban Grub or on their phone. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to be able to get people to be so focused on the relationship that Gotta they put have those that down? Energy. Gotta have that energy. Yeah. Well, is that I, something you battle often? Would you say? No, not no. anymore. A little bit different generation well, probably well, coming in urban generation rub. coming in. But when I used to work around gen- the a younger crowd of people, and they'd get on their phone, I'd do them like a substitute teacher. <laughs> I'd just stand there. <laughs> you going to pay attention to me. Yeah. Because I don't want to repeat this myself. in the basket. Yeah. yeah. in the basket. Yeah, I'm just going to literally just stand there. Yeah. I think more people need to be done like the substitute, <laughs> like the substitute teacher. Yeah. So one of the things that you do, how I would, one of the things I've experienced that is the answer to that question is that I love and the guests that I take to Urban Grub enjoy is the, uh, hey, I'm going to take your menus, anything I need to know about from your, uh, you know, about what you like or dislike. Okay, great. I'm going to take your menus. You guys get ready to enjoy. Like that experience is so unique and exciting. Like the fact, I don't know what's coming. But I'm pretty sure it's gonna it's gonna be incredible. Like that, there's something about that that's that's so unique and special that I think develops that connection to you. Is that what we did that night? We had like three entrees yep. and we all kind of shared it. If you sit down in my section and I know you didn't you didn't look at a menu. I want you to do it. Because why? Because looking at the menu automatically does what? It pulls away from the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you go in there and, and John just says, hey, trust me, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. That in itself creates a trajectory for a different kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you come back behind and you're the guy telling the story the whole way about about what that's going to look like and why they're going to love it. Do, yeah. you th- do you think restaurants that are doing the tablets on the table, do you think they're doing a disservice to the restaurant yes. industry? Yes, 100%. Because I've really thought, why is that not done like that? You're but now the more that I have a conversation with you, yeah. but how much is service longer around? I think we go – let's go back to baseball. Umpires in baseball may not be around 10 years from now. Because of technology. Because of technology. And it's because supply and demand. The demand is mm. still there, but the supply continues to go down. As I would imagine, it's difficult to have a father that drives to Nashville that works till 10, 11 o'clock at night. And there's very few people that have passion like you do, so the supply continues to go down, and the demand is probably everly increasing. You'd probably love to get off at 10 or 11 at night, huh? <laughs> and I did it. Why do you think I'm yeah, thinking about I'm, ownership? <laughs> <laughs> so let me, ask, let me ask a question. Here's, here's how I wrote it. Does it really matter if you're serving a, a tenant at Urban Grub if you're running a company, if you're delivering the mail, making a donut, if you're a pro athlete, does it really matter what the thing is or does it matter what you bring to the table? And I think I probably didn't ask it. I I did. which, I, I'm with you. What you bring to the table is most important. It don't matter what you do. You put your best foot forward. If I'm, if I'm going to be, and this comes from my grandfather, if I'm going to be digging ditches, by gosh, I'm gonna come a couple of inches lower than you, because mm. I'm gonna put my best foot forward every single swing. Well, and that's what I thought about in writing that question about you specifically. It doesn't matter what you're doing. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be some things that you're better at than others, but it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're gonna deliver an experience and an output 
in the same way that you are at Urban Grub, wherever that is. That's what makes you the GOAT, and that's what makes you so special at what you do. You also, everything, believe it or not, everything has something to do with a team. There's somebody that you're going to have to rely on to help you do something with your job. Always. Absolutely. Always. You got to have a team around you. The reason I can come up and pull those menus is because as long as I know what you don't like, like I don't eat okra. I don't care what you put it, how you put it, freak said, whatever you want to do to it. Gosh, bro, I'm not going to eat the okra. Brussels sprouts for me. I wish I liked them. <laughs> but I guarantee you to eat my Brussels sprouts at the I'm Brussels. coming there tonight. <laughs> Come on. The Brussels the Urban Grub. The Brussels right? are good. Can, if you can get me to like them, I'll eat them every day. But the only I reason, just... I believe in my team. I believe in the chef with the restaurant is put together. And since I believe in that, I can portray that belief to you. So how just, do we, here's the, here's the practical takeaway for, for the audience at whatever seat you sit in, whether you go to work, whether it's in your home, with your spouse, with your kids, how do we practically, or at least the, the question I'm walking away, how do I take what I've learned from an experience from James that has created, I mean, I look so much better to whoever I take to Urban Grub than what I really am because of you. Wait, but it's let me finish yeah. this thought. But it's how do I create that same experience that James has allowed me to to experience at Urban Grub in my house with my kids, my wife, at work when I go, whether it's with a client relationship or a colleague. That's really the takeaway here, and and worth a lot of time to sit with and think about in our and whoever's listening, in whatever relationship you have in life. And when I hear that question and I hear the, the, the perspective that you bring, I, I think about this. I, I say to myself, we, we live in the experience economy. And the experience economy, from a consumer standpoint, says one simple thing. Is my time and money well spent when I'm with you? Mm. And what I think every business owner should think about is when someone leaves that experience, do they say to themselves, is my time first and my money second mm-hmm. well spent mm-hmm. when I'm with you? Absolutely. And your whole business model is built on it. Your business model is built on it. And your business model certainly is built on it. Exactly right. You know, D- Danny Meyer, uh, in a 60 Minutes interview. My idol. Uh, he's, he, you know him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's absolutely incredible. And and when I, you know, when I think about you sitting at this table, one of the things I think about is is not just ownership, but training, and getting you. If you say common things in uncommon ways, you can command the attention of the world. And one of the things that I heard you say is, I, I'm not going to give them ear hustle. Mm-mm. I I'm 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 the one getting taxed at the table. Yes. You know, and, and those are very simple and powerful ideas that other people need to see. So what is ear hustle? And and what do you mean when you say, I'm getting taxed at the table? Uh, I'm getting taxed at the table, first off, we'll start there. Because at the end of the night, when I do my little report, and I count out my drawer and all that, it has the word taxes. And that little bit of my profit goes to that right there. So therefore, I'm paying taxes on it. I'm like a... A barber or or a, a stylist. Yeah, I rent that booth. That's mm. what I did. Except for I've got any given night seven or eight of them in my section, but I rent those booths. Yep. And when it comes to ear hustling, I don't believe in that. I uh, people that ear hustle, they'll 
they'll say something to try to make a sale and then walk away and kind of get close and listen and see what they I don't believe in that. <laughs> that's the silliest stuff. Why? That yeah. to me, that's selling yourself short. Don't get caught short. in the ear hustle. Don't get caught in the ear hustle. I tell I tell kids that's worth the whole episode. Right? I tell kids that all the time now. I can honestly say kids now. It's sad, but I tell people that all the time. When John David out there playing baseball. Don't get caught in the ear hustle. Don't get caught in the ear hustle because it'll put you down. Yeah, I walk away, and so you're good. talking about buying one thing, and you've got your heart set on buying it. Well, it might have been more expensive than what I was thinking. To sell you. Now, what I was thinking to sell you might have been a better bite, but you've got your heart set on something. If I'm going to change your mind and what your heart is set on, it's got to be worth it on both ends. Oh, yeah. Mm. 100%. You need need to rewind that, hit the 15-second back button, and listen to that again. I know I will because that was good. The ear hustle. And I love that you know Danny Meyer. It shows me that you're committed to your craft and, and to look at visionaries. And less than 10% of the population can see the world in the way that it's supposed to be seen. And the fundamental ideas that he talks about in the experience economy, one of the things that he says, and I know you know it, is he says that there's a boss at every table. Mm -hmm. And knowing who that boss is is critical for your success and their success. He also says something I think so powerful. He says, we're all wearing a sign that says, I want to be made to feel important about X. Yep. And the more that you can go into that table, and this is what I hear you say with these little moments that you share with McNair and, and all these uh, all these people that you um, connect with every day, is that the more that you understand wh- how big that font is, how brightly lit that sign is, and what mm-hmm. X is, the better chance that you're going to be able to build a relationship that you want to build. There's so much to unpack in this episode, probably worth another, but I would say... Um, we, we honor our guests in a couple of ways. We ask them to share their goat, their definition of a goat. We also have what we're calling segments now, right? So we've got this segment, Colby, you're going to drive us into this with uh, the things we think and do not say. We've yeah. had that with our guests in the past. Well, we've already had a couple of... We have. <laughs> <Trying to> get... <laughs> we've already had a couple of those moments. Well, the things that you, you said and I didn't think he would say. Maybe, yes. Maybe. That's good, maybe, too. Maybe that way. But... You know, the things we think and do not say are there's things that we know we should do in our business. There's things we know we should do in our lives. We don't do it. Hey, John, you think you got to be better tomorrow than you are today? Yeah. Well, what'd you do last Tuesday? Well, Colby, don't ask me about last Tuesday. Last Tuesday was hard, right? That's what happens to us. Yeah. And so is there something that's simple that you see in your business or life that you know you should do something about it, you know that it doesn't work, and you know you should fix it? But nobody's really willing to talk about it. The things we think and do not say, and it's the future of our business. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good question. To be honest with you, they don't make men like I'm 39. I just turned 39. They don't, and I'm blessed to grow up around guys that were older than me and that sort of stuff. They don't make that anymore. A lot of times, you want to call the younger people a little softer, and you mm-hmm. can't. But you want to call them out. And that's the hardest part about when I was a trainer or when I'm a server lead is how to word that, how to word that, calling them out, you know, that I'm sorry your foot hurts and you've got to walk four miles. So the hell do I get back in front of the table and make your money? So the difference is between calling them soft and calling them out. Mm -hmm. That's good. 
Yeah. And, and how do you how get do you do the best out of them? Yes. Because the work that you do is emotionally exhausted. Exactly. And calling them out doesn't do anything. How mm. do you how do you get them to change their perspective? Yeah, they're well, right. how do you calling create... them out for sure, right? But here's the thing, you can't call them out anymore. You can't there's no such thing as that football they get their feelings coach hurt. They, they get, get their, their feelings, feelings hurt. hurt. Well, well gonna I'm gonna bring it I'm back. gonna push back on that. We're bringing it back. I'm gonna push back right on that and say this. The reason the reason Raniger said to me, Corey, you lost the game for us, is because he had enough self awareness to know that I was the one that could take it on the team. He meant that to everybody. And it had a residual impact on everybody, everybody. else on the team. And so I think but what as a leader, saying is there's not those out there. But, but they don't make those anymore. But there, as a leader, though, well, and that's a general statement. Yeah, but is. as a leader, we have to use emotional intelligence, our own awareness, to know what calling them out means in a way that you do it that gets you to move them to where they want to go. You see, the, the hardest part, and I'm really since I've been paying attention to the ownership, that's the, really my biggest struggle. Because if they leave, they get mad and walk out in the middle of the shift where now you pay them for half a day, but you got to do their job. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this before. I mean, businesses call it, uh, we've got a nice problem, right? And we translate nice to not telling the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not kindness. Telling the truth is kindness, exactly. yeah. right? We've got to figure out how to do that in a way. In the past, we just called people out, and mm -hmm. I think we it's can hard. still do it's it conflict, that way. Right? It's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it is but hard. That, but that's what leaders do. But it's yeah, yeah it exactly. is a teachable skill set, and right. I think you've got a great gift in doing that. All right, final final thing here, and it's been so good to have you. I think this conversation could go on, but we're gonna we're gonna ask you to pull out your cell phone. And open up your playlist. <laughs> this is one of the ways we we honor our guests. Oh my gosh! And oh. we're gonna ask you, and you cannot cheat because I'm watching you. Yeah. Okay. Open up your playlist. Yeah, no cheating. First five songs. <laughs> okay. Read them each out, artist and title, and then we're gonna. I want to know collectively, not each one, but read the top five artist songs and artists, and what it says about you. Okay, uh, Fuji's Ready or Not. Nice. Fuji's Ready or Not. Uh, you've got Good Times by Styles P, What We Do, and then Flavor in Your Ear <laughs> by Craig Mack. What We Do was no by Freeway hustling. and Jay-Z. <laughs> ear hustling, exactly right. <laughs> and then uh, my fifth song is We're Gonna Make It by Jay-Z, or by J Jada Kiss, which actually, all of those, I never really thought about it, describes me. That is like... It's beautiful. That is like my childhood in five songs. Ready or not. Ready or not would be me, you know, coming up in the world, <laughs> trying to get my life together. Good times was in high school, in the high school when I thought I was doing things right. Yeah. What we do is, it, well, that was in my 20s and since we're G-rated. Yeah. And, and by the way, my, my adolescence, I'll just share this with the table, happened from 17 to 34. <laughs> not, not, from, yeah. not, not, from, from, not from 15 to 21. Right. But the, the final song that we're going to make it, it's perfect for me because... Think we ever rehearsed this? This is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. In his in his in his perspective, I love Playlist. it. I love it. That's why we do it. <laughs> it's so good to hear other perspectives out there. It, it I mean, totally is in different stages of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're 39, 39, right at Just it. Just turned 39. You know, one of the things we say, and we'll start to bring the plane to the ground here. But our 20s, they teach us to get in the game. Mm -hmm. They don't say what game to get into. They just say, "Hey, James, go get in the game." And we Want look a around. Jacket, go get it. And mm -hmm. go get it. In our 30s, we move up in the game. In our 40s, we try to stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. Mm -hmm. That technology starts to change. In our 50s, we say, what is it that I really want? What I love about this conversation, 
what I love about this conversation today is that James said from an early age, this is what I really want. And yeah. it started with that leather jacket, and it continues with building relationships every day. You know, th- there's a, a great saying about success, and it says, uh, success is not owned. You pay rent every day. Mm-hmm. And the rent mm-hmm. is due every day. And yeah. just like those taxes like on the table, you're out there paying that tax every day to have that success. i got to ask one more question before we leave. You know, you say from your clients that you want the relationship and you want the smiles. What is it What is it that you get out of it that you love flipping the script to, you know, you're trying to give John something, right? What is it that you like to get from customers that makes them the best customers they can possibly be? Bourbon. Besides bourbon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, is it money? Like, smiles. do you have do you have customers that maybe tip half as much as other people, but yes. you love the relationship. Yes. It's, uh, so I, for you, a little bit, it's about money, obviously, obviously. Like, like everybody. I got to pay bills, but it's a smile. Yeah, it's the, the relationship. It's the, relationship. It's the, 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 the respect for you, the I connect. Want you, I want you to be my friend. I don't... Yeah. There's such a bad... There's such a bad aura put around waiting tables and serving... And it's not. It's nothing like that. It's not like I'm less intelligent than next man. Yeah. I, I can sell any dang thing. Yeah. Come here after the show. I talk to you about a couple of bridges in Brooklyn. Great prices. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can sell anything. That's not it. It's me having fun and making you laugh and making you smile. That's what I work for. Yeah. I've done this for too long for just think about the money. So it drive me a crazy. lot of it's almost like being an entertainer, kinda. Exactly. Yeah. King James. You give well, them music. They give you love. That's it. And a little money, too, right? <laughs> I love well, it. well, we appreciate you being on the show with Thank us. And Absolutely. And, Thank and, you for your unique perspective and, yeah. and, uh, and your the experience and the experience. And I look forward to more experiences at Urban Grub. And what John? With John and without John. <laughs> well, I'm always going with John. Uh, for we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things John said was that if we did this interview, that, that he'd made sure that we'd be at the, the chef's table in the next couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm going to hold you to that. You bring you. Sarah. <laughs> I'll bring Katie. We'll, we'll tee it up. For Tyler, for, for John, and for King James, I'm Colby Jubinville, and this is the GOAT Consulting Podcast. Boom. Um.